Thank you for joining us for an O'Reilly Media podcast. I'm speaking today with David Thomas, who is Chief Analytics Officer for Bank of New Zealand. David leads the Bank Center of Excellence for Analytics and is responsible for the development of the bank's information strategy. Today, we'll be talking about the state of data and the financial services industry, how Bank of New Zealand is leveraging data and modern tools to engage with its customers, and what some of the opportunities are for AI and banking. Um, David, thank you so much for joining me and welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. So first, I'd love to hear your perspective on the challenges facing the financial services industry right now. Uh, What keeps you up at night? Um, uh, Probably two things in particular, and and they're both thinking about the future and, and different horizons. One is the evolving business model for financial services and how that will play out over time that banks have historically been able to make fairly good returns on what's become a a fairly standardised model, but that model faces more and more disruption each year. And contemplating how that impacts us specifically at this end of the world and how that plays out has been an interesting exercise, which we've been working on for a number of years. But but in parallel, we've got uh, increased regulation. I think since GFC, we have seen regulation increase across the board. And we've certainly felt that in uh, New Zealand, that our our parent National Australia Bank is also is Australian owned. So we need to comply with both the New Zealand and the Australian regulation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So blending the how you constantly evolving your business model to meet the requirements for both the uh, customer and the commercials while simultaneously facing an increasing regulatory environment is an ongoing challenge. And so tell me about the type of data that Bank of New Zealand and banks in general is using to engage with customers. I suspect maybe it's a blend of structured and unstructured data. Oh, you'd be spot on and it's evolving quite quickly. And I think the use of unstructured data is increasing at quite a pace. Historically, we have used very structured data, but we've now set up a Cloudera Hadoop-based data lake, starting to use natural language processing more and more, utilising bots to understand what our customers are saying, particularly where you've got digitalised data uh, in the lake mm-hmm. and the insight you can get from what the customers have actually said as opposed to what they've said in a researcher and survey. Some type of survey just takes it to the whole new level of getting closer to the customer. And speaking of the customer, Paul Carter, the bank's director of retail and marketing, recently said in an article I read, customers are taking banking into the future right alongside us. So can you talk about how your organization is taking banking into the future and specifically uh, how you're leveraging uh, all this all this massive amount of data and modern tools to interact with your customers and uh, to grow the business as well? Yes, I completely agree with Paul uh, on this one, that customer expectations are changing and they're changing at pace. Probably the first thing I'd say is that is causing us to think more and more about how we drive our customer strategy. And for many, many years, banking has targeted customer experience in how we deliver for our customers. I think what is now expected more and more is a focus on customer outcomes. Are we actually enabling them to reach their financial goals or their personal goals? Mm-hmm. And, and you've seen that recently. We've re- refreshed our, our brand position in, in market. And to Paul's point, we have completely designed that around the customer and, and building propositions increasingly about 
the specific things that customers are trying to achieve. Our particular brand message is we like to help New Zealanders be good with money so they can achieve great things. And, and you can't enable that without understanding what the customers are trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. And it may be as simple as we have customized pitches for, say, a savings account. If somebody's saving for a, a holiday in uh, Thailand or in Europe or, or wherever they're choosing to go, um, that's quite a good lead and, and can open up a, a different type of customer conversation with, with our bankers when we give them visibility of those types of prompts. Um, in terms of the tools, probably the things that we've tried the most that we've really uh, appreciated is we have changed some operating models. So so we are using lean analytics. So a lot of hypothesis-driven work utilizing data scientists, but combining with customer experience teams, so cross-functional teams, taking off bite-sized customer problems or customer opportunities and completing three-week sprints. That's been really successful for us, that if you can do a three-week sprint and come out with eight, nine prototype interventions that have been tested with customer based on the data, you can move the organization at quite a pace. We also have started developing bots and playing with those on both the sales and service side. And we're investing heavily in digital teams as well, supported by analytics and thinking quite a lot about how the evolution globally to to more digital banks and how you blend that with the human interactions as well. Right. Yeah, it's interesting that you're starting to use uh, more chatbots. And I wonder what you think are the opportunities for AI in, in financial services. Oh, I think they're substantial. Uh, the first thing we had to do, uh, particularly working with the board, is define what AI is. We did face a situation when we were starting to scratch the surface that everyone went straight to Hollywood AI. That that was something we had to deal with as an organisation. So being very clear about what we're doing, whether it's simple structured machine learning uh, through to, to some of the tools that we're embracing alongside uh, Saffron Intel, that those are completely different extremes. And we did need to present it as almost a progression and broken into to four chunks. Uh, natural language processing being another, cognitive computing being another, and neural networks. So we actually had a common language. Now, I think that the way that that will turn up for the customer is more and more we will be able to personalize to their needs. That as that data set and the tools uh, converge, meeting the customer expectations and actually empowering them on the financial journey they want to go on is going to be that much simpler. You know, the, the cliche is AI will turn up for the customer, particularly around service and sales. Um, no doubt, uh, globally, everyone will be aware of the, the risk implications for both op risk and uh, capital. And we're quite excited about that. And, and uh, AML is a really good use case for us. And the last bit is the predictive models, uh, particularly around customer lifetime value and how that plays out over time and extrapolating that. And and it's been quite interesting with some of those external data sets, thinking about how we deliver a high achieving New Zealand by focusing one customer at a time. And AML, I think you you just mentioned is the is the anti money money laundering yes. tool sets. And and I understand that Bank of New Zealand is partnering with Intel Saffron for uh, you know an early adopter program, which um, which targets institutions who aim to lead the pack on innovation and financial services, which uh, which your organization clearly is doing. And so can you tell me a little bit uh, a little bit about your objectives 
what you hope to achieve um, with with this partnership with Intel. Yeah, I, I think uh, we are making this announcement and, and it's nice to say publicly the relationship that has been building through the last two years. So when we put together our information, information strategy uh, two years ago, we thought quite carefully about who we needed to partner with and what we needed to partner for, whether it was for data or capability or thought leadership. And Intel very quickly became one of our key partners that we see them uh, delivering world-class insight in terms of both capability and uh, uh, the thought leadership. How that's played out in practice is we have met with them regularly for the last two years and they've supported our development to the point where they've assisted us in helping us configure our architecture. They've supported us side by side us thinking about how our customer strategy iterates and we're now pleased to be able to go above the line and talk about that partnership and how we can help them prototype and test their tools. Uh, for us, it's been a, a fabulous example of when you were of a scale that we couldn't achieve everything we wanted to, but we certainly had the aspiration to be a leader in analytics and information and, and finding a like-minded partner who is also well aligned in terms of doing good for uh, the global community and the wider community has been fantastic and they are great to work with. Is there anything that you would like to add, you know, for our audience that I haven't asked you about and open that up to you? I think the the cliche on information at the moment is there's the the wonderful pyramid about you need to get the the data right, you need to get the structures, you've got to have the exec sponsors. Those do all ring true. It's always nice when you see it written down in a, in a, a simple effort, but in a simple diagram. But constantly working on and progressing. The the biggest lesson we've certainly had as an organization in that information or, or data and insights or whatever variation you call it on it has got to be an ongoing build. All of our strategies look like staircases. We're very, very mindful that pace of change is substantial and we need partners to stay up with that change, but we need to be constantly moving forward. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, David. I really enjoyed uh, hearing your perspective on how the financial services industry is changing very quickly right now. Oh, you're welcome.